Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B, and this is chapter 134. Uh, lots to get to, so not going to do too much uh, at the top here. I uh, just want to say, though, before we get to the meat and the meat and potatoes, as it is, of the, of the podcast, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel yet, you're missing a lot of cool stuff. So I'd say go on over to YouTube, search One Man Renegade, uh, podcast and bring up the channel subscribe watch the videos uh, depending on when you're listening to this as i'm recording it on thursday so friday tomorrow the 20th of november huge video coming out um one of the craziest things i've ever been a part of in terms of opening cards um i, I there's, it's a little uh i mean just watch it i don't want to ruin it but a huge pull Go check that out. It's it's either already up, depending on when you're listening to us, or it's about to come out soon. Uh, so go check that out. It's really big. Big, huge thing happened. Uh, but check that out. All right, but let's get into it. Start as we always do with matinee moments. And I actually did watch some movies this uh, this time around. Uh, I can't say that any of them were all that great. But they were movies that came out this year, or at least were released this year. I think some of them had been in other like festivals or something before this year, but they actually got released this year. Um, so we'll start off with D- Disturbing the Peace. Um, Guy Pierce um, is like a sheriff, and some stuff happens. I mean, some bad guys come to town, basically, is what happens, and... There's shoots out shootouts and just it's it's kind of a very generic like action movie. I don't even know I wouldn't even call it I mean it was sort of an action. I don't know. It's not great. It's not great. Um I don't wanna, you know, I'll go into more detail. Well, no, I probably won't go into any more detail, uh when we do the recap of the year, but um I I, I, I don't you know, it's hard to say, like, oh, I, I wouldn't imagine this being high on my list. But I don't know what my list is really going to look like. Uh, it's 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 a weird year for movies, so it's, uh, honestly. So, yeah. And then um, the next movie I checked out was on um, Netflix, uh, Lost Girls. Uh, so it's it's a, based off a true story about the Long Island killer who was killing, um, you know, sex workers or you know escorts and stuff like that in long island uh and this is the story of one of the girls that you know went missing but they never found her body so then the mom is trying to get all the answers and figure out what happened and what's going on and kind of uncovers a lot more of the story and uh you know it's it's an interesting story but it's kind of one of those ones that's like you know it's based off a true story so like if you kind of remember what happens you you sort of know that already but the other issue with this is it doesn't really get resolved. So it's kind of one of those weird things where it's like you leave the, you you know, here's this movie about this story. And it's like, it doesn't really have an ending. Um, I mean, it does and it doesn't. It's like, you know, it's not a satisfying ending, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to ruin it for you necessarily, but it's a true story. You can look it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's got Amy Ryan from the office and the wire fame and she's obviously been in other things as well um 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a, it's it's an interesting, you know, if you're not familiar with the story, I guess it's kind of an interesting take on it and sort of like focusing on one um, girl uh, and that whole family and everything. So, I don't know. It's on Netflix. Check it out if you want. Uh, next up, I watched Get Duped. Um, it was on, a, I want to say it was on Amazon. Yes, I think it's Amazon. Uh, Get Duked, it's um, an English movie with, like, this group of kids that are, I guess they're, like, some sort of, I don't know if they're a rap group or or they're, like, a comedy group. I I was a bit confused of who these kids were, but basically it's about the story about these kids. Um, Like, in the movie, they're just, like, friends from, like, school or whatever, but, like, I feel like the guys that are in the movie are, like, in a group or something. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. I sort of looked it up but then i i don't know i guess i <laughs> lost interest or something i don't know uh but basically they go on this like like nature hunt or like walking camping trip or something I, it, and then they get attacked by this guy and it turns out this was all like a setup for like this group to like a, you know to like k- kill a bunch of kids because they're being millennials or whatever uh, or I don't know maybe you know just wasting their lives with garbage basically so there's these people that tried to kill these kids they get them to go on this nature walk type thing so craziness ensues and they fight back and I don't know it's okay um it's comedy uh it's all right I don't know I mean I never heard of it and then popped up on my Amazon thing and I'm like yeah all right I'll check this out uh, but it's, you know, it's, it's very English. I'll just put it that. It's very English. It's very, it's very much made for an English audience. So there's lots of references to stuff that I don't understand at all because I'm not English. I'm, a, I'm American and it kind of goes over my head. So I don't know. I mean, maybe you'll appreciate it. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Um, but it is what it is. It's on Amazon. Go check it out. And then finally, um, John Henry, which is now on Netflix, I guess it was a release briefly in theaters or something. I don't know. Uh, back before you know everything went went uh, went down uh, with COVID, uh, but then it quickly went to Netflix. Um, it's got uh, Terry Crews as John Henry as the you know kind of the folklore John Henry character. Uh, in like a modern day version of it uh and you know his family gets he finds this girl that was getting uh you know it was was part of like a sex ring operation and then tries to protect her from the group and they come after him and there's a big fight and blah 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 it's uh not good <laughs> i consider it it's good it's got currently currently got a zero percentage on rotten tomatoes so um that well, that will tell you enough that you need to know. Not that disturbing the piece has much better. It doesn't. It's not even ranked on Rotten Tomatoes. But um, yeah, I mean, it's on Netflix. It's like an hour and a half. If you're looking for some terrible action, a terrible action movie starring Terry Crews, there you go. <laughs> I don't know what else to really say. Um, but it uh, it somehow mixed in with with John Henry, the you know that thing. Um, but not John Henry, the uh, Red Sox owner. That's different john henry all right um all right so that's i mean i watched those movies i I really got to uh 
get into i gotta find some better movies i don't know i just have this list of movies that came out because i'm trying to keep track of like what's actually out because it's tough to know because without movies kind of coming out in theaters and stuff it's like well what's new what's this year you know stuff just dropping on amazon and netflix and stuff like that and whatever else uh it's just kind of like what i don't know i don't even know what to watch you know so i'm just kind of going through like picking random ones um Cause like I just feel like all the bigger movies that I would be more interested in watching either didn't come out or haven't come out, and then it's like the Oscar stuff hasn't really started yet, and then they pushed back the Oscars, so no, you know it's kind of unclear of when sort of the Oscar stuff's gonna start dropping. Um, but then like the big budget movies just all got pushed back, with the, you know exception of Tenant, I guess, which didn't really do great which scared everyone off to push everything back and then everything got pushed back more because of you know you know the cases are rising and movie theaters are shutting down again and all that but there is one movie that just kept staying on the calendar for this year even though it got moved back from june got and it was in october at one point and got moved or i think it was in august it was originally june that was august then it was october and then it settled on the christmas day release and everyone's kind of like all right well we're a little bit over a month from Christmas, and they haven't said anything. Everything else that was going to be on Christmas has moved off. Uh, and that's Wonder Woman 1984. And then there was started speculation as what's going to happen. Some people were saying, oh, they're going to they're gonna delay it till June. You know, when they'll just, you know, it was originally supposed to come out in June this year anyway, so they'll just come out in June next year. And then some other people were saying, no, it sounds like they're just going to go ahead and release it in the theaters uh, on Christmas. And maybe have an earlier release on HBO Max. So kind of like, okay, it'll be in theaters for a little bit. But then, you know, early next year, early sometime next year, throw it on HBO Max. And kind of get, you know, kind of get the, uh, you know, buzz on HBO Max. Get people kind of subscribing to HBO Max and everything. But then they announced yesterday that, no, they're going to drop it on Christmas, so it's still coming out in theaters, but it's just going to be right on HBO Max on Christmas. Nice little Christmas gift for everyone that doesn't really feel like going to the movie theaters on Christmas or at, in general. <laughs> um, yeah, HBO Max. So if you're not subscribed to HBO Max, I would say if you're interested in Wonder Woman 84, um, jump on that and get HBO Max, I guess. Um, and good news for HBO Max people that don't have, you know, have usually stream through amazon fire stick you it's now available it is now available on the amazon amazon fire stick hbo max it you know I, when it came out it wasn't on each uh on amazon or roku still not on roku but now they've made a deal with amazon so it is on amazon it's kind of the reverse of what happened with peacock initially peacock wasn't on either then they made a deal with roku but still have not made a deal with amazon fire so or amazon uh to be on the fire uh thing so yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that's kind of big news. Um, you know, Wonder Woman 84 is going to be on Amazon. I mean, well, it's going to be on Amazon Fire through the HBO Max app. But, yeah, it's going to be on HBO Max. So, it's kind of, that's kind of like a big step. Because, you know, you know, previous, a lot of the smaller movies, nothing like major came out on streaming, went straight to streaming, um, with the exception of Mulan. But even with that, Disney did that whole, like, it's going to be on Disney Plus, but you have to pay extra money f to get it, 
but this is just straight up it's gonna be on HBO Max so if you already if you subscribe to HBO Max you're gonna get it you're not gonna have to pay extra for it like you did with Mulan on Disney plus um you know so yeah that's it's gonna interesting to see how that goes because obviously it's a huge budget movie and it's a sequel to a, you know a huge movie uh, from you know that did huge a few years ago so superhero movie all that stuff like you know they really really haven't seen that yet um so it'll be interesting to see how it goes considering who knows when things are gonna get back to normal i mean there are some good you know news regarding vaccines but how likely is that to be um vastly distributed to people um when at the same time all the numbers are going up and spiking once again um so i don't know we'll we'll see um we'll see what happens uh but another superhero news um justice league got another trailer that's going to be on hbo max sometime next year don't know when yet they haven't announced a specific date and another superhero tv moves every move to small screen sweeps um one division has been pushed back so they never really gave a concrete date for WandaVision, but it kept on. They kept on kind of alluding to that it would be sometime in 2020. But uh, they have now come out and said, "Nope, they're going to push it back to 2021." And and the speculation for this is because obviously they kind of you know it makes sense that they would wait until Mandalorian is finished. But by the time Mandalorian's finished, it's right towards the end of the year, I think. Um, if my math is correct on that so then it's 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 like well then they have they're dropping soul that movie the the pixar movie that was supposed to be in theaters i don't remember when it was supposed to come out i think it's supposed to come out sometime this month but they pushed it back to december and it's going to be on disney plus so i guess the logic there is you know don't throw too many don't throw all your eggs in one basket spread them out a little bit so if they you know have mandalorian and the solo movie, then they can wait till next year, sometime in January, drop WandaVision. I, I think that's the plan right now, sometime in January. I don't think they just specifically said a date um, that I saw. I just know they got to push back to 2021. So there we go. There's a little bit of uh, superhero uh, television news to go along with your superhero, I mean, movie news. I mean, it's got to be on streaming, though, so it's not like... Yeah, it's a little... I don't know. It, it is what it is, I guess. Um, but yeah, Wonder Woman, WandaVision. Uh, the super heroines, I guess. No, I think they're still superheroes. I don't know. <laughs> um, however you want to... That I... Never mind. I, I'll move along. Uh, so, as far as small screen other te- television stuff I've been watching, uh, currently I'm watching The Americans. I'm about... Um, have maybe a quarter of the way through season three right now. It's it's pretty good. Um, you know, it was one of those shows I always planned on watching, and just get never got around to it. So now, um, with plenty of time on my hands to, <laughs> to watch stuff, uh, you know, kind of going, you know, picking shows here and there. But uh, decided to go with Americans this time around. Um, and yeah, it's been good so far. I'm enjoying it. Um, I don't know what happens, so that's like great you know sometimes you hear about stuff and stuff gets spoiled when you especially when you're it's a show that you don't really watch you tend to be like yeah well people start talking spoilers or you see something and 
and you you're not you're not as apt to avoid it just because you don't know what they're talking about but then if you go to watch the show and it's like oh crap i remember someone talking about this person in you know dying or this person getting killed or this person turning on this person or something like that where it's like you know you may have not have cared at the time but then it's like oh crap now i know what happens uh but for this i don't i can't think of anything that i know ever heard of that happened in the show specifically um uh and at least if i did i don't remember so that's good that's good going in uh going in uh without any spoilers um uh what else is going on so you know fear the walking dead obviously i caught up with on this year as well and that's you know it's it's, we're three or four episodes in now i don't even remember how many episodes we're in at this point for the season it's it's been fine i mean it's just one of those shows that's kind of like you know the walking dead itself the original walking dead was just it was such a have to watch show for the first however many years and then just kind of became like oh well it it was on I'll, I'll i'll watch it so you know that's kind of what this show sort of always was but i feel like it's at least a little better than it originally was uh and then world beyond kind of it's kind of all bleeds together it's just like how many zombie shows can i really care about you know i mean it, there's i think there's another zombie show coming out <laughs> next year or something that I was hearing about. I don't remember what it was, but I was like, I just remember someone talking about another zombie thing. And it, it may have been a movie, um, not a television show, but it was like, really? More zombies? We need more zombies? Because there was that other show I watched um, last time um, that was a zombie show, and that got renewed. So it's like, well, that's coming back, and that's a zombie show. And it's just like, how many zombie shows do we, how much zombie stuff do we need? You know? Um, and I don't know. Uh, but, um, it's fine. I mean, they're fine. I keep watching them. I'll throw them on as I'm doing other things usually, <laughs> but they're on in the background and I watch it and keep up. Something cool happens. I'll look up and like, oh, what was, oh, okay, cool. Wait, what happened? All right. All right. That's cool. And then, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, so what else is going on? Uh, Fox, uh, all the cartoon shows. That's pretty much all I watch on Fox. Um, I've recorded those episodes of Next, but I just haven't got around to watching them yet. I'm kind of just waiting until they all air, and then I can just binge watch them, I guess, at this point. Uh, but I don't know. Um, and then, yeah, the Fox, you know, Bob's Burgers and Simpsons, still Family Guy. I mean, it, the one thing I will say about the Simpsons, though, and, and you know, I don't want to get into a whole debate of whether it's the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do or whatever, Obviously, it all kind of started with Apu, uh, where it was like, well, Apu is really offensive to, you know, in the, uh, you know, Indians or whatever. And then there was that whole documentary about it. And um, then they kind of, Simpsons kind of fired back and were like, well, Liz, you know, this is our character. It wasn't supposed to be offensive. It was just was what it was. It was, you know, here it is. And then, you know, there was lots of you know, back and forth and whatever. And eventually Hank Azaria is like, well, you know what? I'm not going to do the voice anymore. And Simpsons have kind of just gotten rid of the character altogether. There's like, oh, well, we don't know what to do with this. Because the thing was like, even if Hank Azaria just doesn't do the voice and you have someone else do the voice, it's, you know, how how is that changing what it was? Like, if you get an Indian person to do the voice, does that make it better? Like, I don't know. I think the whole argument was like, he wasn't a offensive stereotype right so if he's an offensive stereotype 
it doesn't really matter who's doing the voice. So then on the flip side of that, then they decided, well, you know, if we have black characters, the black people should do the voice. So they've all kind of started changing. That's all That's all started kind of happening. And then, you know, it bled over to Family Guy with Mike Henry saying he's not going to do Cleveland anymore, which none of those episodes have made it to air yet. But some of the episodes were Carl um, uh, from The Simpsons and Dr. Hibbert. They just sound weird now, and, and, and you know it's it's the whole Muppet thing over again, where it's like Kermit just sounds weird. He doesn't sound like he did, you know. And it's just like, and I get it. There's other characters in the show that sound weird now. Martin sounds weird because the lady that did his voice, who also did Minnie Mouse, passed away, and and obviously the you know Mod Simpson sounded weird for a couple of years when that lady left the show, and uh, the lunch lady Doris sounded weird because the original lady that did her passed away but you know i guess it's just if it's just long enough down the line we'll just get some used to it but i don't know i just i just i just it it it's one of those weird things and, it, and it's not as egregious as recasting like the mom from like family matters or the mom from fresh prince of bel-air uh where it's like that's a different person or like you know goldberg's is notorious for this i'll bring up goldberg's i just watched it where the girlfriends from the season to season are just different people. Of course, then they just get dumped and disappear. But that's a whole other thing. Uh, but no, I mean, it happens in other shows. I get it. But um, it's just... The Simpsons have just been around for so long. And you just get used to hearing the voices of Carl or Dr. Hibbert. Now, all of a sudden, they just sound weird. and it's And it's not even one of those things where it's like, oh, well... Okay, I'm looking, listening closely. All right, is this, you know, is this the new voice? Because a lot of the episodes had already been recorded, so they're kind of like, you know, just when they air, it could be the old one or the new one. And it's just like if you're listening, if you're just watching, and it's like, oh, that just sounds weird. And then you realize, oh, this is one of the episodes that has the new voice. Um, I don't know. It's just, I mean. It's 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 one of those weird things where it's like it it's you know obviously if it's a live action show that's a whole different scenario but for it to be just voices because it's like if a black guy's doing a white guy's voice like does anyone care is anyone anyone paying attention or calling that out no so I just I I don't know and it's you know because it's not as if these characters are stereotypical like and racist they're just characters they happen to be you know black i i don't know i don't know anyway it's it is what it is and i I don't know but um it's just you know weird as as a as someone that's been watching the show forever to listen and hear a different person doing the trying to do the voice of you know it's just and it just sounds weird i don't know it just sounds weird um and i don't know i don't know what the answer is but um they feel they had to go in this direction, and it is what it is. But it, it, it you know, it's it's weird. Um, SNL uh, Saturday last Saturday was uh, pretty good. Um, Dave Chappelle, Foo Fighters, Foo Fighters released a you know did a had a new song, um, and uh, you know gonna release a new album. And that's they're gonna have a new album come out in February, I think. So they did their new song, and that that's out now too. Shame, shame. Go check that out. I'll talk about. More a little bit more of that in music, but um, 
yeah, uh, and the sketches are okay. I don't know, uh, but the, and again, they kind of had a similar sketch. You know, it wasn't specifically talking about Simpson voices or whatever, but it was talking about um, you know brands that have now had to change their logos or their you know their mascots or whatever. So like Uncle Ben or Aunt Jemima, they're not using the logos anymore because they were stereotypical and offensive. Um, so. You know, and they, you know, played it off as if the real people were getting fired. And that was a whole, you know, that was, that was an interesting one, I guess. But, um, cause then they brought up Count Chocula and it was like, he, he's like, I'm not black, I'm chocolate. It's like, I'm made of chocolate. I'm Count Chocula. I'm, I'm made of chocolate. I'm not a person. I'm a vampire. That's chocolate. Um, so yeah, that was kind of funny. Cause I, I kind of thought the same thing. I'm like, cause I had the, the cereal, um, when uh for uh you know halloween i bought the you know the monster cereals as i do try to do every year uh and then i was like i oh, count chocula yeah that could be i could see you know and this was around the time that all that stuff was coming out because the land of lakes uh women's also going away and i was kind of like hmm count chocula what what is that considered <laughs> you know how does that factor into this because technically is chocolate so i i don't know um, but yeah, it's funny that they kind of then mentioned that. Uh, but anyways, let's move off of this into to a different subject, which is, you know, well, still not great. It's 2020, so there's no, there's no good news, but, uh, I was just gonna break up. Game shows are happening right now. We got, uh, who, who wants to be a millionaire still kicking along? No one's gotten to that million dollars yet. Uh, uh, Julie Bowen got to 500,000, but that's as close as we got. Well, she got to the million dollar question. She's didn't know the answer so she ended up with half mil um no one else has gotten anywhere any no one has gotten that close uh yet um other than that uh weakest link still just you know i don't remember if this show was as infuriating as it is to watch back when it was originally on but it's just like these people annoy me because it's like they're always just banking small amounts like no one has even gotten close to getting like big amounts and it's like ultimately end up playing for like fifty to sixty thousand dollars and it's like yeah it's like one drop on the wall you know it's like i don't know it's like it's just like i don't remember if what was the biggest prize anyone ever won on that show it just seems very small amounts that uh comparing comparison to like you know some of the other shows that are on primetime and stuff because i mean obviously like stuff like wheel of fortune and and another show we'll talk about in a second or like you know Price is right. It's like, yeah, some people can win big, but it's generally speaking, but those are also on every day, you know, you know, so it's like, well, you got to have some sort of budget, but these bigger primetime shows that usually you're like, oh, we're giving away a million dollars. And it's like, uh, then you have eight people vying for like $20,000 because they didn't bank any money or get any questions right. It's like, all right. I mean, the wall is pretty, you know, wall is very hit or miss because like, yeah, you can leave with nothing or you can leave with millions and millions of dollars. It's LeBron's money anyway, so who cares? <laughs> all right. <laughs> he makes enough of it. Um, all right. But we do have to talk about Jeopardy. And unfortunately, the sad news came out that Alex Trebek had passed away after he was battling pancreatic cancer. I think it was pancreatic. It was cancer. I know it was that. I think it was pancreatic cancer, I believe. Uh, he announced that. Oh, was that two years ago at this point? I can't even remember. 
Um, but he's been battling it. Um, you know, he's still taping the shows every day, and or not every day, but taping the shows. And he was recording up until the end of October, I believe. Uh, but then he passed away um, a week ago, Sunday. So two weeks ago on Sunday, or Saturday. I forget what day it was. It was Saturday or Sunday. Um, and uh, they said, they announced that they'll, they filmed episodes to Christmas. So a little somber Christmas gift, I guess, will be Alex Trebek's last show of Jeopardy. Um, obviously, you know, it's still pretty fresh in people's minds, so there's no word on what they'll do after that. But, um, yeah, at least we got some more episodes of Jeopardy until Christmas. So, I mean, if you're ever a fan of Jeopardy or, you know, or, uh, you know, Alex Trebek, uh, yeah, you got until Christmas. So, but interestingly enough, um, you know, Obviously, last time out, we had to talk about Sean Connery passing away. And now this week, we're talking about Alex Trebek passing away. Which is kind of weird because Alex Trebek and Sean Connery had a bit of a connection. Despite the fact that they really didn't. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But on Saturday Night Live, they had these running sketches back in the early 90s, early or late 90s, early 2000s. With... Will Ferrell playing Alex Trebek, having Celebrity Jeopardy, and then Daryl Hammond playing Sean Connery, and there was a hostility between the two, and they would always you know, make fun of each other and, and that whole thing. Mostly Sean Connery making fun of Alex Trebek, but... So they kind of had this connection with Alex Trebek and Sean Connery, even though Alex Trebek and Sean Connery, the real-life Alex Trebek and Sean Connery, I don't think ever actually met each other or had any sort of interaction. Um, um, you know, Alex Trebek was on... SNL, or I think it was the, one of the specials or something. He showed up and kind of uh, interacted with Will Ferrell and Daryl Hammond um, in in a in a sketch. But um, you know, as far as Sean Connery is the actual Sean Connery is concerned with Alex Trebek, I don't think they ever actually had any sort of connection whatsoever. I could be wrong. Um, I tried to look it up, and I found an article that basically said the same thing. It was like, ah, as far as we know, they never, you know, talked or you know, met each other or anything like that. Um, so yeah, that's uh, so. But sorry, sad news with Alex Trebek and obviously Sean Connery as well. Uh, but um, yeah, so uh, let's move on. Sorry, my dog is barking in the background. If you can hear that, hopefully it's not too bad. Uh, but let's move on for games for games for Greg. Uh, so yeah, big week in. Our big couple last couple weeks um, in the in the gaming world, uh, as the Xbox Series X and S, as well as the PlayStation Five uh, came out, uh, I did not get them. Uh, I'm going to wait uh, and see. You know, I mean, my main concern is the storage, but also it'd be nice if the prices drop. Also, the games, um, Xbox. There's really no reason to get it because the games you can all. I mean, unless you just want to play the games and. And higher resolution and stuff. And to be quite honest, I don't have a 4K TV, so I'm not sure what that would change for me, considering I have an Xbox One, and you can play all the games that are going to be on Xbox 360 on Xbox, or sorry, Xbox Series X on Xbox One. So I don't really see the need for it right now. Um, and if I was going to get one, I'd get the the X, not the S. Just I know the S is cheaper, but it's it doesn't seem like a big enough jump. From what the Xbox One is. To really justify spending that money. 
Um, so breaking news. Oh, we'll get that in a second. Uh, I was going to say breaking news. There is breaking news, I guess. But not, not really, I guess. I mean, that's nothing that we didn't know, I guess. Um, okay. Uh, sorry. What was I talking about? Uh, yes, Xbox Series X, Xbox S, they're out. Um, if you can find one, I, I saw, I, I, I keep tabs on if these things pop up. Um, there's a, a site called Now in Stock that you can check in. It will tell you when stuff goes in stock online. Anyways, not in stores. I mean, I don't know if there's anything in stores. I don't know if anyone's going to stores. I'm not going to any stores. Uh, but um, to look for these, anyways. Um, I saw the Xbox Series S was on the Microsoft Store last night, and technically I could have bought it, I suppose, but I decided not to. Um, and then PlayStation 5, there's the digital version and the regular version. I'd get the regular version if I could, but I, re- I haven't seen any of them available anywhere. I haven't had any opportunity or chance to get them. So, um, I you know, I'm, it's, it's yeah, I'm just going to wait. I mean, there's definitely more incentive right now to get the PlayStation 5, I feel like. Just because there are exclusive games for the PlayStation Five, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean the storage thing's still a huge issue. I mean, there's only 875 gigabytes, I think it is, or whatever it is, which is really like 660 or something. And with the size of games not really going down, like that's only a few games you can really get. And right now, you can't use external hard drives, or you can, but it's not working right or something. And they don't have any expansion, at least with the Xbox Series S. You can buy, like, the expansion, um, like, memory card thing. Whereas with the PlayStation 5 right now, you, it's not available, and it's not, it's not, it doesn't work or something. I don't know. So, you know... I, I'm going to wait for a while, see what happens. Maybe they'll have new releases that have higher, you know, storage and stuff. And, you know, maybe if I get a 4K TV or something, it would be more, you know, more of a reason to get it. But I don't plan on buying a 4K TV. Although I do, well, whatever. I don't know. I guess technically the I do have a 4K TV up in Maine that I bought this year. Um, I think it's 4K. I'm not even sure. But regardless... Uh, the TV I have right now works fine, but it's not 4K. And I don't plan on replacing it as of right now. So, I'm going to wait. Wait on that. Wait on wait on that. Um, okay. Um, but I did, I did pick up a system. It wasn't a PlayStation 5. It was an Xbox Series X or S. Uh, it was a Game & Watch. A Nintendo Game & Watch. So, not to be done with X, Microsoft releasing Xbox X and S... Play, uh, Sony released in the PlayStation 5. Nintendo was like, well, we gotta do something. Uh, so they released the Game & Watch, the Super Mario Brothers Game & Watch to uh, celebrate the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers and kind of had just have something out there for Christmas, uh, um, you know, the Christmas shopping, I guess. I mean, not that they don't have plenty of stuff anyways, but, uh, you know, and there's also the Mario uh, 3D um, um, bundle or whatever it's called, the Mario 3D All-Stars that's out there as well. But, you know, they're kind of like, yeah, let's put something out. It's it's cool. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, that, that's hard to find too, but I was lucky enough to get, get one. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, it's, it's only got Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers Lost Levels, and then some game called Ball on it. But 
it's, you know, it's obviously a collector's item, and that's what it's there for. So it's cool to have, and it's a collector's item, and we'll see what happens with it, um, you know. But, uh, yeah, I, I did pick that up. <laughs> it was still 50 bucks though, which actually is kind of expensive for what it actually is. But, um, you know, it, I can't see the value of it going down. It's going to be a collector's item, and, you know, the value is going to be there for it. It'll be worth it. Um, but, all right. Game and watch. All right, so I did play Bad Dudes. Um, last time out, uh, the game popped up. It was Bad Dudes. You know, it was a game I was very familiar with. I had it as a kid. Uh, I was on the NES version. Obviously, it's not the arcade version. The arcade version is a bit better um, in terms of everything, basically. But uh, it was a it's the NES port of the arcade game. It's not bad. I played it. You know, it brought back some memories of how, you know, terrible I was at it. But, um yeah, I mean, I don't remember how far in the game I got. I don't know if I ever beat it. I don't know that. I think I did, but I might have used the Game Genie or something. I don't know. It's just tough because, like, it's it's a bit clunky in terms of the hit detection. So it's like you think you punched the ninja and you didn't really punch the ninja. And then he throws a star at you and you try to duck it and you think you duck it, but it actually hits you. And, uh, yeah, the hit detection is not great in it. And, um... So you can continue as much as you want, but it brings you back to the beginning of the level. So it's a little, you know, it's kind of annoying um, and tough to get through. So I, I played it. I got to the second level. And then I'm like, yeah, this, that's good enough. <laughs> so let's pick up, pick a new game uh, for me to play. Another game for Greg, as is the segment name. Um, so let's bring up the number 1711. 1710, sorry. Alright, generate. 997. Let's see what that brings up. Um, just going off this list here. 997, that might be... I don't know what that's going to fall. Maybe PlayStation? Um, yeah, looking like PlayStation. 997. WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game. Okay, I mean, I'm very familiar with that game. Um, I've played it a lot. Uh, I probably played the Genesis version more than anything else, but I think I have four versions of that game at least. I have the Genesis version. I have the Super Nintendo version, which is not as good. It doesn't have Bam Bam Bigelow or Yokozuna, I think, are the two. Or There's two characters it doesn't have in that game. I think it's Bam Bam and Yokozuna, but I could be wrong on that. Um, and then I have the 32X version, which... Oh boy, that one's actually very uh, pretty valuable, and I have the full. I have it full, the case and the. It's actually pretty valuable. It's actually one of my most valuable games, to be honest. Then I have the PlayStation version, which is whatever, and then. So that's four versions. I know there's a version for the Saturn, which I did originally have when I had a Saturn, but I sold it when I sold my Saturn. I don't have that version. Those actually, the Saturn games are just kind of really expensive. Just for whatever reason, um, uh, just because there's probably not as many available, just because it wasn't a very, it wasn't a very well-selling system. Same thing can be said about 32X, that's a lot of those games are very valuable as well. Uh, but I do have a 32X and do have 32X games. I do not have a Saturn and don't have any Saturn games. Um, so yeah, that's one of the ones I haven't picked up. That's like one of the few game, few WF games I don't have, uh, is the, um, 
I don't have King of the Ring for Nintendo. I don't have the Saturn games. There's WrestleMania and In Your House. And there's a couple of newer games I don't have, the certain versions of them. I don't have actually the newest game, Battlegrounds. But the, like, 2K20, I don't have, like, the deluxe versions. There's some of the weirder versions I don't have, but I have a lot of the... I have a lot of them. I have, you know, my my goal is to get a full uh, collection of all WWF, WWE games that were released um, on... In the United States, anyways, the United States versions. It's a goal of mine. Not there yet. There's still a few still kicking out there that I don't have, but um, there it is. All right, I'll play that game. And I'll get back to you. I mean, I can pretty much tell you what the game is and how it goes. But I I don't know if I've actually ever played the PlayStation version. I do have it, but I don't know if I've actually played it. Um, So I'll check that out um, and report back. All right, let's move on to Concert Concerto. There actually were some concerts uh, last Saturday. Foo Fighters played, Metallica played, and Fozzie played. Uh, They just did their online kind of like streaming thing. Uh, But you could... Buy tickets and watch them play. Um, I didn't didn't check them out. There was other things I was up to and busy with last weekend, so I didn't get a chance to get to watch them. Um, I'm sure they were pretty good. I mean, Foo Fighters, like I said, were on Saturday Night Live. I guess that was two weeks ago um, that they were on Saturday Night Live. So yeah, because last Saturday they were yeah last Saturday they were had a concert. Two Saturdays ago was when they were on Saturday Night Live. Right. Um, but I'm sure they, you know, they played their new song and played some other songs and then Metallica played a bunch of stuff. They, they did like an acoustic set and then like a regular set, I guess, from what I could, uh, what I saw. Um, but yeah, but then again, like I said, uh, Foo Fighters have a new album coming out, which I want to say is called something medicine. Um, I don't remember. I know the song's name is, uh, uh is uh shame shame but the album is called medicine at midnight okay i knew it had something to do with medicine so that comes out february 5th uh go check that out when it comes out um the new song's pretty good it's 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 growing on me i I would say um if nothing else uh but uh yeah also the new acdc album came out last uh, Friday had a chance to listen to that. It's it's good. I mean, it's ACDC. I mean, they're not reinventing anything at this point. It's it's you know it's just regular old ACDC rock. Like if you hear the song, you're like, that's ACDC. It's like what song is this? I don't know, but it's ACDC. It's like this could be uh, one of the songs off their one of their last five albums, and I don't I don't know what it is outside of like the you know the the um singles like you know the rest of the it's like yeah i know the shot at the dark that's the new song um and then it's like oh here's the rest of the stuff and it's like these songs can be on any album any acd dc album of of any of the acdc albums that came out in the last 20 to 30 years you know at this point but um sure i mean not that there's been that many in the last 20 years i suppose maybe four Four albums, maybe? The last 30, 20, 30 years? Four or five albums? I don't even know. Uh, you know, they're not cranking out albums every year like they were back in the 70s and 80s. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's just the music industry partially as well. 
It's just not, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, like, bands would have albums out every year, maybe even two, but there'd be only, like, five or six songs on them or whatever. You know, nowadays, it's like, oh, you're gonna have 12 to 15 songs, and you're gonna put an album out every couple years, you know, for the mainstream acts. It's, you know, for the older acts, it's kind of like, yeah, if we get an album every four or five years, that's pretty good. You know, it's crazy. I was, I was looking up, um, so Foo Fighters album is going to come out. It's their 10th studio album. And um, it got me thinking, like, oh, you know, they've been around since 1995, so it's 25th year anniversary. Uh, and they put out 10 albums. But then I was thinking about Metallica, because, you know, they were having that concert as well. Um, and then I was like, wait, Metallica, how many albums does Metallica have? Because there's, there's talks about them... You know, obviously they did the S&M 2 and, you know, whatever. But there's talks of them doing some new material for a new album. You know, who knows when that would come out. But then I was like, well, wait a minute. How many albums does Metallica have? Um, and they have... Ten albums as well. Um, but they, they have been around since 83. So they've had 12 more years than Foo Fighters did. But they've had the same amount of albums. I mean, Pearl Jam had their 11th album come out, and they, you know, they were only around since 91, so... Yeah, I don't know, Metallica, I mean, I, that's no knock on Metallica necessarily, although it kind of is. I mean, but, you know, in the last... We talked about ACDC. In the last 30 years, they've, you know... I mean, Metallica, the Black Album came out almost 30 years ago. But, um, you know, since then, they've had five albums? Six albums? Five albums. Five albums in almost 30 years. So, I don't know. I mean, it is what it is, I guess. But, uh, I mean, I mean, you know, then again, like someone like Billy Joel. He hasn't had an album out since 1993. So, it is what it is. But he's still doing rockin' and rollin', or at least before the pandemic hit, he was. But anyways, alright, let's move on. That's enough for Concert Concerto. Let's on, move on to Sports Splash Zone, because there's plenty to talk about in the sports world. Um, NFL continue to to roll along, um, you know, despite guys getting COVID or going in the COVID protocol, but they haven't canceled or postponed any games. It kind of, you know, that first week when they had the Tennessee game postponed, uh, with Pittsburgh and then the Patriots game with Kansas city. Um, then they kind of just like, you know what, we're just going to play these games. And, you know, if guys can't play, they can't play, but we're going to play the games. Um, so there haven't been any postponements, which is good. Uh, I don't know if that's going to change with the numbers going up, but um, as of right now, you know, no word on any sort of games getting postponed. Um, you know, especially now that they're past the point of the buys, that'd be, could get a little trickier. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, they're moving along. Uh, Patriots got a big win last uh, Sunday against the Ravens. Getting a little frisky. I mean, they're only they're four and five, so it's not great. But um, you know, they're not out of it by any standpoint. So you know, they just got to keep win, you know moving along and winning. And if they can keep winning some games, maybe they can get in the playoff contention. Now, obviously, there's an extra playoff team this year. There was talks of maybe adding another one, but I don't think anything actually came of that. Uh, maybe they'll explore that next year. I don't know. There was just talks of maybe having an eighth playoff team, but I think that was kind of contingent on if they had to cancel games or something along those lines. It was kind of unclear, but nothing has come of it 
as of yet. Uh, NBA draft was last night. Uh, Anthony Edwards uh, of of uh, <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds and Top Gun and ER fame was drafted number one. It's a ballsy pick by the Timberwolves, I will say. You know, drafting a fifty-something-year-old actor. Um, no, I'm just joking. Different, different, different Anthony Edwards, but um, they did take him number one. Celtics had three first-round picks, one of which they ended up actually trading to the Grizzlies, which is interesting because we got one of those from the Grizzlies. Um, not the one that we got from Grizzlies. That one we actually used to uh, pick up um, uh, with the four, 14th pick. We got, and now I'm blanking on his name. <laughs> wow, that's terrible. That just ha- it just happened, and now I can't even remember who drafted where. Um, who we drafted. The guy. The guy that he's a shooting guard. We drafted him. He why why am I wow, I'm boy, my memory is going badly, huh? Um okay. Aaron Naismith is the name that I was looking for. I was like, I think it's Anthony something. No. Um well Cole Anthony got drafted right after he did to the uh, Magic who is Greg Anthony's son, apparently. Um, but no, uh, Aaron Naismith uh, from Vanderbilt, shooting uh, small forward, actually. I think I said shooting guard, but whatever. That's kind of intermingled at this point, anyways. Um, and then uh, they drafted Peyton Pritchard, point guard from Oregon, who's the Pac 12 player of the year last year, uh, at number 26. And then 30, they ended up uh, drafting uh, Desmond Bain from TCU, but that's going to go to the the Grizzlies for future picks. I don't know if they ever actually announced what that was going to be. And then in the second round, they had one pick, which they picked Yam Mater from Israel. um, He played for... Hapio uh, Tel Aviv. I don't. I don't know what that is in Israel, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Point guard. So a couple point guards and a small and a small forward. So there it is. Uh, no word yet on what's happening with Gordon Hayward. They extend the deadline for him to opt in to his contract um, to today, and as of yet, I haven't heard of anything that happened. So. I don't know. I mean, I think the 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 purpose of them extending the deadline, which was supposed to be Tuesday to Thursday, would be if they could somehow get a deal in place for the trade, they could have him opt in and then trade him, um, which would be the optimal plan for the Celtics. Because if he just walks, you're only getting like you're only getting the mid level exception back. Whereas if you can opt in and sign him you either he then plays for you or you can trade him and use that full value of that contract to get something in return whether that's a player or that's trade exception or whatever the case may be so i mean obviously the celtics for them they want him to opt in one way if they trade him or not because if he just walks you really don't get anything in return for you know what you um what the value of his contract is um in terms of just the cap room because you know they're obviously at the cap 
mark. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I mean, you, you know, NBA season's going to be starting in a month now. So the 22nd of December, they also announced that um, they're going to release the schedules in two, like, like two halves. So they're going to release the schedule probably in the next couple of weeks before training camp starts on the December 1st. So probably around that time, they'll release the first half of the schedule, which will go from December 22nd through March 4th or 5th or something like that. And that'll be the all-star break um, that first weekend in March, I guess. And then um, and then sometime before that, they'll release the second half of the schedule, which will then go into May, I think they said. And then they're going to have a play-in tournament, which from what I understand is kind of, it's kind of like they did this year. But it's like, I don't, and I don't know if it's just straight up or if there has to be like, Within a certain percentage, I, I'm not sure if it is straight up doing it or if there has to be like something triggering it. Because like last year, when they did the play-in, they only did it for the West Western Conference because the teams are close enough, and not in the Eastern Conference because they weren't within. I think it was within four games of them or something. I don't remember the specific number. But so what they're going to do is teams that finish seventh and eighth are going to play each other. Whoever wins that's in. Then the teams that are nine and ten can play each other, and whoever wins that then plays whoever loses seven and eight, and then whoever wins that's in, I believe. Because what they did this year was the nine team had to beat the eight team twice to get in. The eight team just had to win once. I think that's how I think that's how it went. <laughs> so I don't know. That's gonna happen, and then the playoffs are gonna start, and the playoffs, if everything goes seven games, will end on July twenty second. Which then causes some other issues because then the Olympics start, I think, on July 23rd or something like that. Or maybe the basketball starts on the 24th or something like that. But the issue with that is, you know, for players that might be in the NBA Finals right to the end of Game 7, not gonna not, not a lot of prepare time to then get over to Japan. You know, and this obviously is all predicated on the Olympics actually happening and everything. Uh, but to then get to Japan, you know, obviously with no practice and start playing um you know obviously guys that are on teams that get eliminated can go over early um and then get ready uh but the other issue too is there's still supposed to be some sort of um qualification games for you know some countries so if guys that are on you know from those countries that are still on the teams playing in the playoffs that could cause problems for those guys, uh, but I don't know. It's a, it's all still well up, way up in the air at this point. So we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, MLB awards were announced. Uh, nothing too crazy. Freddie Freeman won the National League MVP. Uh, Jose Abreu won the American League MVP. Shane Bieber won the American League Cy Young, and Trevor Bauer won the National League uh, Cy Young. And then there was Rookie of the Years. Kyle Lewis won, and then. Uh, Something Williams. Why am I blanking on his first name for the relief picture for the for the Brewers? Won in the National League. Um, NL uh, rookie of the year. Um, why am I blanking his first? Devin Williams. I was like I, I, something. Something starts with a D. Jerron Williams. No, that was a basketball player. Devin Williams. He won the National League Rookie of the Year, and then I forget who I forget who won the. I don't know. There's a bunch of other awards, but those are the big ones. Um, and uh, yeah, so there you go. NHL, uh, no real word yet on the return. I know they're aiming for January 1st, 
uh, oh, other the breaking news that they just said on ESPN was that uh, they announced there's going to be four games on April 1st that's going to start the season, kick off the season. Opening day, April 1st, four-game four quadruple header on ESPN. Um, so, I mean, that's not really that breaking news. I mean, I think um, that was scheduled anyways to start the April 1st. I don't really remember how it was going to work. But I think that we're just announcing the games are going to be ESPN. So that wasn't, it's like breaking news, but it's kind of like, well, yeah, whatever. Um, and, but the NHL, they're aiming for July, uh, January 1st. Uh, no real news on if they're going to have a shortened season or they're going to play it out normal or what the plans are. Obviously, they already had their draft and they've already had free agency, unlike the NBA, which kind of pushed everything back. And it's like, well, we had the draft and free agency. Uh, you know and then train camp and then the game start and then you know it's like they're doing all everything kind of crunched together whereas the nhl was like no we had our draft a month ago we've we're doing free agency we're fine but now they gotta figure out when they're gonna have games and what the season's gonna look like uh there was talks of maybe uh doing not a bubble per se but like doing like partial bubbles so like basically they'd have a bunch of teams go to like certain site and paul play each other and then take a break and then have other teams go to a different place and I'll have them play each other and then take a break. Uh, but they really haven't announced anything or, or actual plans um, for any of that yet. Uh, college basketball is starting up uh, next Wednesday. College hockey's already got started. Hockey East starts up this Friday, except for Vermont, who decided, hey, you know what? We're not ready yet. We're going to take another month to figure out what we're doing. So all those games kind of put, got pushed back. But they kind of worked that in place with the Hockey East. Where they were like, all right, we're going to schedule all these games up front. These are going to be the actual games. But then we're going to schedule these other games that are, if they get played, cool. But they don't actually count towards the standings, uh, at least the Hockey East standing. But if they don't, if, you know, if the other games don't get played, these will be those games. So it kind of makes sense. So they kind of have a, a, um, you know, a plan in place. So it's like, well, you have all these games scheduled, but you might not play them all. But at least you'll play the ones that you need for the standings and stuff. So we'll see how that all goes. Um, but yeah, I mean, things are getting back to somewhat normal. I mean, there's going to be no fans or anything like that. Or at least min- minimal at most. I mean, I don't know. Because like some college football has some fans, obviously. So I don't know how they're going to college basketball. with If that's... I don't know. I'm not really quite sure. We'll find out next week, I guess. Um... Some big matchups to start things out, though. Uh, they got some cool stuff coming up. Gonzaga number one right now for basketball. Uh, but yeah, so that... Oh, and the other thing coming up on uh, the day after Thanksgiving is the Match 3. Uh, the Match 3, the golf tournament, or the golf uh, game or whatever. Match? The golf match, I guess is what it what it is uh so obviously the first one was a couple years ago it was mickelson versus tiger woods went to overtime mickelson won then they did one earlier this year was mickelson and tom brady taking on tiger woods and peyton manning peyton manning and tiger woods won and now they're doing this one which is an interesting one it's phil mickelson again but he's teaming up with charles barkley and they're going up against peyton manning and steph curry so yeah Hopefully, for the Warriors, Steph Curry is, you know, everything goes well. He doesn't hurt himself playing golf because, as we're hearing right now, Clay Thompson had a bit of a setback with, uh, well, actually, it's not really a setback because he injured the other leg. 
So he was, you know, trying to, you know, get back um, into playing shape. And uh, obviously he missed la- all last year because of the torn ACL and his left leg. He hurt his right leg. So they're doing an MIR to find out, see what's going on. But obviously, you know, it could be another tough year for the Warriors if, well, obviously, if, if Clay Thompson's out again. And, you know, if Steph Curry gets injured by Charles Barkley shooting a, um, an errant golf shot into his face. I mean, I'm just saying... Charles Barkley would be more apt to do that. So Steph Curry's got to be careful. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but that's that's the day after Thanksgiving. I think it's on TNT, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, check that out if you care about golf or basketball or football, I suppose. Um, all right, let's move on to fights for money. UFC uh, fight night a couple weeks ago. Uh, what did I predict? Something bad, probably. I, got, I think I got it wrong. Um, yeah, Santos, he, he didn't do, he didn't, he didn't win. He didn't win. Um, but this weekend coming up, we got UFC 255 and they just made some breaking, other breaking news. Well, Conor McGregor has agreed to come out of retirement. I think he was retired. I don't even know. Um, at this point to fight, uh, Dustin, uh, was it Dust? I think. Yeah, Dustin Poirier on January 23rd. I think that's UFC 257, I want to say. I think it's 257. Or maybe it's 258. No, I'm not sure. Can't keep up with these numberings. Well, 255 is happening this weekend, so I know that. Uh, So that would be... Let's see if I can figure this out without taking forever. Um, 256 is in December... So I'm guessing it's 257, right? No. Yes, 257. Uh, Conor McGregor taking on um, Dustin Poirier. But let's talk about 255 because that's coming up this Saturday. Uh, We got uh, a couple championship matches to talk about. The earlier preliminary cards are going to be on ESPN2. Preliminary cards also going to be ESPN2. And then the main cards on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. I think it all starts, kicks off at six o'clock I want to say um I could be wrong about that but let me double check real quick um let's see boo two um six thirty all right six thirty the early preliminaries and eight o'clock the regular preliminaries and then ten o'clock the um actual main card so let's talk about the main events the big championship matches we got the women's flyweight championship being defended by valentina Servechinko taking on jennifer maya um i'm gonna go with valentina to de- to retain just my prediction um i don't really know anything but uh valentina and then in the main event of the evening, it's for the flyweight championship, the men's flyweight championship. We got, uh, I always struggle with this name, Diavason Figueredo. I don't know if that's correct. Taking on Alex Perez, uh, defending the championship, uh, Figueredo. Is that how you say it? I, I'm guessing I'm saying that wrong because I always say, say stuff wrong. I'm going to go with Alex Perez. I feel like that's like an upset. I could be wrong. I don't know the odds, but I feel like that's a bit of a nice... I mean, he's obviously challenging, so... I'm going to go with Alex Perez. 
New champ. There we go. How about that? And then, while we're at it, next Saturday, uh, Fight Night um, on ESPN2, we got uh, Curtis Blades taking on Derek Lewis in a heavyweight championship, or not a championship, just a heavyweight ba- battle. Uh, championship eliminator, maybe, let's call it. I don't, I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> but uh, uh, made about match. Uh, I don't know what their ranks are right now, but um, it's cool. Blades versus Lewis. I'm going to go with Derek Lewis. That's my pick for that one. And not to be outdone. Um, also on next Saturday, a week from Saturday, the 28th, is uh, a big boxing match. Yes, we haven't talked about boxing too much here on the One Man Renegade podcast recently. But this one's an interesting one. Because Mike Tyson... And I talked about this before. But Mike Tyson is taking on Roy Jones Jr. in an exhibition match. Whatever that is exactly. Uh, it's supposed to be an exhibition. Hopefully it doesn't end that way. Uh, with one of these guys killing the other. Like with Apollo Creed and Ivan Drago. But that was also a movie and not real. Uh, this seems like a movie and not real. But it's actually happening. Uh, <laughs> Mike Tyson. At the crisp young age of... <laughs> what is he? 54? Um, oh, why doesn't it say? Come on. Uh, Mike Tyson is current, yeah, he's 54 years old. Taking on Roy Jones Jr., who's got to be 50? 51. Okay, so 54 year old Mike Tyson taking on Roy Jones, 51 year old Roy Jones Jr. Uh, Iron Mike Tyson first taking on Jr., Roy Jones. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to expect out of this. I don't know if it's going to be, like, how serious this is going to be. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think it's ten rounds, I want to say. No, it's our, hmm, eight rounds. Okay, it's going to be eight rounds. Uh, eight rounds from the Staples Center in Los Angeles. Not not Las Vegas, interesting. They're going to Los, Los Angeles. Um, this was actually originally supposed to be, I think, in September. And they pushed it back. Um <laughs> But as far as I know, it's definitely happening, or it's supposed to be happening next Saturday. Uh, Mike Tyson taking on Roy Jones Jr. I, on the undercard, I think I mentioned this maybe last week, or uh, last time out. Uh, Nate Robinson's fighting, the basketball players. That, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, I think this is on pay-per-view. I don't know how much it is. Let me check that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, if you if you're not don't want to watch UFC, you want to watch some boxing, uh, you can always check that out. There's UFC is on... ESPN2 for free. Or, well, you have to have ESPN2, I guess. Um, but, yeah, if you want to watch Roy Jones Jr. taking on uh, Mike Tyson, it is 50 bucks. That's not bad. I would have thought it would have been more. It's only 50 bucks. All right. Well, that's not terrible. Um, yeah, 50 bucks. Check it out. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. Week from Saturday, the twenty eighth. Uh, after you're done with your Thanksgiving dinner and your Black Friday shopping, settle in for some Mike from boxing, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. Or you can always watch some UFC um, on ESPN two. But who will win? <laughs> I don't know. It's an exhibition fight. I don't even know I, what does that mean exactly. I don't. I don't quite understand what that means. Um, they're going eight rounds. Does that mean the weather? If it's an exhibition, does that mean they're going to wear headgear? 
I don't know. I don't know what that means. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I'm, I'm very intrigued by um, what that means. But actually, before we make predictions on that, will Nate Robinson win? I'm going to go with Nate Robinson. He's taking on Jake Paul. I don't know anything about Jake Paul. It's a cruiserweight battle. Um, Jake Paul is a, um, a YouTuber, an internet personality, actor, and now a boxer. So he was rose to fame in the now defunct video application Vine. Okay. So he's not exactly taking on like <laughs> a, uh, um, a, uh, you know, a, you know, a, uh, a veteran boxer. He's had one bout. Uh, he took on Ann Isbung Gibb. I don't even know. Is that another YouTuber guy? And he won back in January. Okay. So, okay. Um, you know, it's not as if he's taking on like a, you know, a veteran or, or you know, even a professional for that matter. <laughs> he said one bat, one bat. So I'm going to go Nate Robinson. Why not? Nate Robinson. Oh, no, it'd be interesting to see because Nate Robinson is not a tall man. Um, for its well, for basketball purposes, anyways. Um, I don't know how tall Jake Paul is, but that's okay. This is gonna be really goofy. Dave, Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson, and then Mike Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Heavyweight battle. They're fighting heavyweights. Um, I gotta go with Mike Tyson. I mean, I just I, don't you just have to go with Mike Tyson? I I don't know. I don't know. Um. So Mike Tyson hasn't fought since nineteen or since two thousand five when he lost to uh, who did he lose to? Um, I can't. I'm, he lost to. Let's see. Come on. His last bout was June eleventh, two thousand five, and he lost to Kevin McBride in a. Retired? Does that mean? And so he just gave up after the sixth round, um, and that was the end of his career. But now he's fighting Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. On the other hand, last time he fought was—I want to say it was very recent, <laughs> or more recent than that, anyways. Uh, that's for sure. Um, his most recent bout was no, not that. Uh, February 8th, 2018, when he beat Scott Sigmund to win the vacant WBU German version cruiserweight title, whatever that is. Um, I don't know if that means he's still the champion, but he was cruiserweight, not heavyweight. So, you know, stepping up weight class to heavyweight to fight, uh, to fight Mike Tyson could be a challenge, but, you know, given that he's fought in... Within the last two years, he's actually had a actually had a bout versus Mike Tyson, who hasn't fought since you know fifteen years ago or fifteen years ago. So, but I'm still going with Mike Tyson. So there it is, Mike Tyson for the win. All right, enough of that. Now it is time to move on to turnbuckle time, and uh, plenty plenty to talk about as always. So first off, let's talk about AEW Full Gear. It was a decent pay per view. I would say it was better than All Out. Um, but some still hit or miss stuff here. Uh, that kicked things off with the pre-show, the buy-in, with Serena Deeb take defeated Allison K by submission to win the or to retain the NWA Women's Championship. It's it's always a weird thing when they have some other promotions titles on your show. Because uh, I remember this 
back from Survivor Series 1993. I was there. I was at the Boston Garden. And the uh, the Rock and Roll Express fought the Heavenly Bodies for the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Team Championship. And it was just kind of like, why do I care? Why do I mean, it was cool to see the Rock and Roll Express, I suppose. Um, you know, the Heavenly Bodies had been around for a bit by that point anyways. But it was just kind of like, wait, why are they... They're fighting for a belts from another promotion that I don't know anything about. It's like, wh- why do I care about that? I mean, it was the match was fine in, in and of itself, but it was just like, I don't. Why do I care that there's these random belts I've never heard of on the line? You know, so that's kind of weird that they're doing this with the. I mean, it's NWA, so it's a little more prestige, I guess. But it's kind of like, why are you bringing in this NWA Women's Championship into your show when you realize you have your own championship? Your own women's championship, which no one seems to care about, you know, as much as, you know, as they should. Um, but it is what it is. Um, kick things off, they had Kenny Omega defeating Adam Page. So that was, that was a decent match. Uh, Orange Cassidy then beat John Silver, which is just confusing to me. John Silver has become the de facto leader of the the Dark Order all of a sudden. I guess Brody Lee's hurt. But what happened to Stu Grayson and Evil Uno? What's Colt Cabana doing these days? I don't know. It's just a lot of hodgepodge in the Dark Order. I'm obviously Alex Reynolds got hurt. Uh, but, you know, Orange Cassidy to go from having that big match against Jericho to then this match just seemed kind of eh. Uh, but whatever. Darby Allen beat Cody Rhodes to win the AEW TNT Championship. No huge surprise there. It seems like Cody Rhodes is moving on to a feud with Shaq. Because, yeah, of course, why not? Shaq. I mean, obviously NBA is coming back on TNT, so I got to do something there. And I think they're both on that show. There's there's some, like, new TBS, like, game show thingy, which they're both on. I, I think they're both. I know Cody Rhodes is on it. I, no, Snoop Dogg's on it. Is Shaq on it? Maybe Shaq isn't on it. But either way, Shaq's on TNT with the NBA. So... I don't know. Uh, whatever. Shaq and... I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> really don't. Uh, but they're also now, after the match was over, they got beat up by Taz's crew, which as of last night now has Willie Mack in it. I think that's his name. Is it Willie Mack? Not Willie Mack. Is it Willie Mack? Why am I... Why am I... What is... Uh... I'm confusing guys Will Hobbs is actually what I meant. Will Hobbs. He joined their Taz group, turned on Cody and uh, Darby Allen on the AEW. But whatever. So that's continuing to go. Uh, then uh, what else happened? Uh, next mm-hmm. up, we had um, Karoshida beat Nyla Rose to retain the um, AEW Women's Championship. The Young Bucks beat FTR to win the AEW Tag Team Championships. Matt Hardy beat uh, Sammy Guevara in the Elite Deletion match, which and the tag I don't want to gloss over the tag match. Real, let me go with the back tag. Tag match was good, solid. I mean, obviously they've been teased and built for years, so I mean, yeah, it was, it was fine. I mean, I feel like they're. I mean, it, I feel like it could have been better, but it was still pretty good. But ultimately, the Young Bucks won, which not huge surprise. 
Uh, but then Matt Hardy beating Sammy Guevara in an elite deletion match, it's just kind of kind of over the, these matches. I mean, the first one was kind of like, what the hell is this? And then people kind of like, kind of grew like cult status. And then they did the second one. And then they did the WWE one, which was eh, with, uh, with Bray Wyatt. Be cool if they did one with The Fiend rather than Bray Wyatt. Maybe that would be better. I don't know. But just in general, I think the cinematic matches are kind of enough with them already. Kind of been overdid. And I know, you know, these kind of kicked them off a bit. But it was just kind of blah. I don't know. Greg Grell showed up and the Hurricane for whatever reason. It was just like, yeah, I'm good. Um, and then MJF beat Chris Jericho to join the inner circle along with uh, Wardlow. Then they celebrated by going to Vegas, and they basically did a bunch of sketches pretending to do The Hangover, which was meh. I mean, it's like, yeah, The Hangover? Really? Okay. I feel like we've done... The Hangover was a long time ago. It's been done to death. Yeah, whatever. It was fine. Then Hornswoggle showed up for whatever reason. Um, And then finally in the main event, Jon Moxley defeated Eddie Kingston in a quit match. Decent match. So now John Moxley is going to fight Kenny Omega um, on December 2nd, uh, just on Dynamite for the title. So that should be interesting. Um, overall, yeah, like I said, overall it was a decent show. Um, de- better than all out. But, um, you know, still, I think it could be better. Could be better. Um, and uh, so, so I uh, the only matches I got were I got FTR and I got Nyla Rose wrong. Uh, the rest of them I all got correct. So pretty good. Another uh, news NXT. So uh, Johnny Gargano had an open challenge, or sort of not not it wasn't an open challenge. It was a spin the wheel, fight somebody challenge because obviously he won spin the wheel, make the deal, a match against Punishment Martinez, which is not his name, <laughs> Damian Priest, um, to win the title. Uh, and then, so he's like, all right, I'll challenge another one now. Now I like wheels, because he was saying before he didn't like wheels. Um, and he, it came up with, it was rigged, and it came up with Leon Ruff. And Leon Ruff then made the, made it the surprise and won the title. With a little help from Punishment Martinez, aka Damien Priest. Why do I keep calling him Punishment Martinez? Damien Priest. Um, and then, um, so then they had a rematch this week, which, uh, Damien Priest came out and just, punched Leon Ruff uh, to, to um, <coughs> disqualify Johnny Gargano and kept it out. Uh, Io Shirai defended, successfully defended the title against Rhea Ripley this past week. They're also gearing up towards war games. I'm sorry that my lawn guys showed up, but I, I have I, can't, I gotta finish this. Uh, so we just have to deal with it. Um, hopefully it's not too loud. Um, I don't know what they're doing since there's the ga- grass is basically dead. It's been dead since like August. Maybe they're cleaning up the leaves. I don't know. But in any event, um, what was I saying? I apologize. Uh, yeah, this is going to be annoying. Um, yeah, so they're gearing up for war games. They're going to do war games. NXT TakeOver um, in December. We'll talk about that in a couple weeks, but they're setting up war games. No announced matches so far. It seems like Candice LeRae is going to have a team against um, Shotzi Blackheart. I'm assuming they're going to do some sort of, I imagine, triple threat with Damian Priest, Gunner Gagano, and Leon Ruff for the North American title. Obviously setting up um, uh, Undisputed Era, taking on Pat McAfee and, and his guys with uh, Tony Lorcan, uh, Danny Burch, and Pete Dunne. And then 
Finn Balor came back, he was confronted by those guys, so he didn't really do anything, because then he's like, oh, here's the Undisputed Era. So not sure if he'll do anything. He's obviously coming off, he broke his jaw a couple places, he just came back, so whether or not he's ready to go for a match, I don't know what they'll set up in the next couple weeks to get to a match, I don't know. Uh, so he might not have a match, but we'll see what else they, they got. Um, obviously, they just had the women's match, so that'll be kind of... I don't know what they'll do for that, if anything, for the pay-per-view. Um, but take over in a couple weeks. We'll talk about it more when we get there. All right, and that brings us to Raw and SmackDown. What's been going on? Uh, 24-7 championship changed a bunch of times, but R-Truth still has it. Um, Selena Vega got fired. Uh, basically... And I, basically, WWE told all their people, like, hey, take down your Twitches and your cameos. We're going to kind of revamp and kind of go through us and kind of have it all streamlined. Uh, basically, I feel like some people got in some trouble and they kind of, you know, falls back on them because they're, even though these were their personal accounts, you know, you're representing the company at all times, even though it's not the company. You're not doing it through the company or using your gimmick name, if, even if you're just using your regular name. It comes back on the company because it's, you know, so-and-so got in trouble on Twitch. It's not, you know, it's not, you know, Thea Trinidad got in trouble on Twitch. It's WWE Selena Vega got in trouble on Twitch. Not to say that she got in trouble or anything. I just feel like there's been incidents of that recently where people have gotten in trouble and kind of it's been brought up. But, you know, it always falls back on WWE. So they kind of just want to have a little bit more control on what's going on with their talent. Even if they're not, even if, you know, it's not... They're its own personal stuff. So it's, it, you know, it's a lot of back and forth whether this is cool or not because they're independent contractors and they're employees. So how does that work? You know, there's a lot of, you know, there's been a lot of feedback and stuff and back and forth. And Selena Vega wasn't very happy. And then on top of that, she decided to open an OnlyFans page, which if you're not familiar with OnlyFans, it's a bit notorious for being a porn site. It's not. But it sort of is. Um, and that's not necessarily what she was using it for. But they basically are like, we can't have you on doing that. <laughs> and she's like, nope, screw it, I'm doing it. And they're like, alright, then you're fired. <laughs> and she's like, alright, I'm fired. Um, supposedly she said she's making more money doing that stuff than she was in WWE anyway. So if she's not, she doesn't really want to wrestle, then I don't see why she should, should bother being in... I guess that's, you know, if I don't know. It's priorities i guess and if she doesn't want to do it and rather do the other stuff um and you know i'm guessing she can go do wrestle other places and they'll be fine with it but um you know as wwe being a you know and i get it you know it's like well they should just let her do it but it's like they're a publicly traded company if their people are on OnlyFans, it gets a little dicey and if they get in trouble on twitch and stuff it gets a little dicey they had enough issues with twitter with jackson Riker saying a bunch of stuff as it was, but, um, you know, so, you know, as much as you want to be your own person and do your own things when you're, you know, with a company and have a contract to a company and you do those things, then a falling back on the company. And when that company is publicly traded, you know, it's, it's just a really kind of murky situation and it's not good for anybody. Um, you know, and, you know, obviously this is stuff that didn't have, there was no issues with this stuff back in the day because, there wasn't the social media stuff, uh, but um, it is what it is. But moving on, uh, Raw, SmackDown, um, 
biggest news coming out of Raw, I guess, is that Drew McIntyre is now the WWE champion. Um, and he beat Randy Orton this past Monday on Raw. It's interesting because I feel like this is the third time now that they've done this where the before Survivor Series where the Universal Champion is supposed to fight the WWE Champion and then all of a sudden one of them changes right before the show. I think it's always been the WWE Champion now that I think about it. Because a few years ago, Jinder Mahal was WWE Champion. He was supposed to fight Brock Lesnar. Nope. Loses to AJ. Then, last, then the next year, AJ was supposed to fight Brock Lesnar. Nope. Loses to Daniel Bryan. So now we got Randy Orton was supposed to fight Roman Reigns and then lost it to Drew McIntyre, which shouldn't have come up as a, as a huge shock given that Drew McIntyre actually showed up on SmackDown this past Friday and got confronted Roman Reigns. Where's Randy Orton? Nowhere to be seen. So it's like, hey, let's set up this, kind of tease this feud between these guys to then not have it happen, which is kind of weird. Um, so, you know, it, it was you know, interesting. Um, so Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, we've seen it before. When, you know, but they, you know, back at WrestleMania earlier last year, but they're flipping the switches one the flipped one seal, the other seal, the other's face, the other's face, and they're both champions. But the championships are obviously are on the line. Uh, but we'll get to that in a minute when we make our predictions. But that's obviously the biggest news coming out of um, Raw and SmackDown. Uh, we'll talk about some other things as we go forward. Uh, but you know, some interesting uh, notes for Survivor Series absent absent guys, if you will. So obviously, Randy Orton's not involved anymore. Um, the Fiend's not anywhere to be found. The Miz is nowhere to be found, despite being um, current Money in the Bank champion. Which, you know, by the way, like, he could be involved with a Money in the Bank championship. It is the 10th anniversary, this Sunday, 22nd, November 22nd, this Sunday, is the 10th anniversary of Miz cashing in his Money in the Bank in the same building in Orlando. I mean, it wasn't the Thunderdome then, but um, it's the Thunderdome now. Um, but in the Amway Center. But he cashed in on Randy Orton, not Drew McIntyre. So that kind of throws it off, because I was kind of thinking, oh, maybe they'll re- you know, history will repeat itself, and The Miz will cash in on Randy Orton after he gets beat up by Roman Reigns, and then he'll cash in t- 10 years to the day um, against the same guy. But now Drew McIntyre is a champion. I don't know if I see that happening. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. Um... You know, obviously, well, let's get to, let's just get to it. Let's just talk about Survivor Series. I guess I'm, everything I'm going to talk about it seems to coincide with Survivor Series. So uh, I'm sure there's stuff I'll forget, but that happened. But whatever. If it's not happening at Survivor Series, it's not relevant. Um, okay, so we'll kick things off. I mean, there's six matches scheduled as of right now. Um, so they may add some as we get closer. I, I kind of feel like seven would be the good number because it's all Raw versus SmackDown. You have the best of seven. Kind of makes more sense than if it's six. Could then three, three, and a tie. No one wants that. No one wants a tie. All right, so we'll kick things off with the um, Bobby Lashley, the United States Championship from champion from Raw, along with the Hurt Business, taking on Sami Zayn. Uh, Hurt Business have been obviously still in this feud with Retribution, but Retribution is nowhere to be found on the pay per view. Um, but he will be taking on Sami Zayn, who's currently the Intercontinental Champion from SmackDown. I'm gonna go with Bobby Lashley on this one. That's just my prediction. Um, 
Although, now that I think about it, maybe Retribution will get involved and cost Bobby Lashley the match. Huh. May have to rethink that. I don't know. But I feel like the Retribution's kind of moved on to Ricochet. So, maybe they'll get involved, maybe not. But I feel like the Hurt Business will get involved. So, I'm going to go... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Bobby Lashley. Alright, next up, speaking of the Hurt Business, they had a chance to win the tag titles from the New Day and be involved in this match, but they won't be, as the New Day, the Raw Tag Team Champions, will be taking on the Street Profits, where the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, now you may remember, they switched titles after the draft, uh, but uh, now they're fighting each other. And so we got... Mm, I'm going to go with the Street Profits on this one. Even things out, so... One for Raw, one for SmackDown. Alright, next up we have the Raw Women's Champion, Asuka, taking on the SmackDown Women's Champion, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks uh, successfully defended against Bayley um, last week. And now we'll take on Asuka at uh, Survivor Series. So, hmm. I think I'm going to go with Asuka on this one. Man, we've seen... these, These two have obviously feuded in the past. They've both beaten each other. You know, Asuka, uh, Sasha Banks beat Asuka for the Raw Championship and then lost it back to her. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. All right, next up we have the Raw Women's, uh, no, sorry, the the yeah, the Women's Survivor Series match. The Raw team consists of Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, and it was supposed to be Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, but apparently Mandy Rose actually legitimately got hurt, and then they, so they did an angle, 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 injury angle. So now she's out. Dana Brooke then got attacked by Reckoning. She's out. And they're now replaced by Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce. They're taking on Team SmackDown, who as of right now are Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and then two new members to be announced. I'm guessing Natalia gets in there. I, 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 I'm trying to think who else. Maybe Bailey gets in there. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure who else could get in there, but those are those are my guesses. If, if I had to say. Um, uh, and with that said, I'm going to say that SmackDown's going to win. And I think Bianca Belair is going to be the lone survivor. Moving on to the men's side of things, the Raw SmackDown, uh, the Raw Survivor Series team is uh, AJ Styles, who's the quote-unquote captain of the team, the self-proclaimed captain of the team, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle, not Matt Riddle anymore, he's just Riddle, uh, now taking on Team SmackDown, who has right now is Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, and Seth Rollins, who called himself the captain of the team, but not not as much, not so much, alright, I gotta pause for a second, alright, I apologize, my, the lawn guys were like right under my window, I couldn't hear, I couldn't hear myself, I couldn't hear myself think, let alone speak, and hopefully they've, they've moved away a little bit now. Hopefully you can hear me better. Uh, but we do have breaking news as I'm recording this. Clay Thompson, torn Achilles. He's out for the year. So that's not good. Uh, so hopefully Seth, Steph Curry is... Not Seth Curry. Seth Curry got traded from the Mavs to the 76ers, which I, did, I forgot to talk about this. So yeah, he got traded to the 76ers, who now he's playing under Doc Rivers, who is his father-in-law. So that's interesting. But yeah, Steph Curry, better be careful playing golf next Friday. <laughs> Ooh, yikes. All right, anyways, moving on. Uh, the Raw men's team is AJ. I talked Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle. 
Team SmackDown, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and to be determined. Now, it's Survivor Series, and there's a mystery opponent, and it's 30 years ago from the most famous mystery uh, partner there ever was, which, of course, is The Undertaker, we'll talk about in a minute. Do I think this is going to be The Undertaker? No. In fact, they might just announce it on, uh, on SmackDown this week. It just hasn't happened yet, so I'm recording this, obviously, ahead of time um, before that. So, um, so, but in the end of the day, I do think Team Raw is going to win, and I think I have the feeling it's going to be Sheamus and Keith Lee as the as the survivors. And I say that because I feel like either Sheamus or Keith Lee are going to be the next up against Drew McIntyre. Now Sheamus makes sense because in the last couple weeks they've had these backstage confrontations with Drew McIntyre and Sheamus kind of talking about the old days and how they should catch up and be friendly and whatever. Uh, so clearly that could lead to something. Keith Lee, I just feel like Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee never really resolved their issues. It kind of, Keith Lee went one way and the Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre thing kind of continued. Um, so I feel like one of those two guys could be next up. And so to have them um, be the survivors uh, would make sense. So, yeah. All right, and then finally, in the main event of the evening, we got Drew McIntyre, the new WWE champion, taking on the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, from SmackDown. Obviously, uh, he's got his uh, cousin Uso in his back pocket, and he also has um, Paul Heyman in his corner. So, uh, this is a tough one, just because... Drew McIntyre just won the title back. So I feel like he's got some momentum. To then lose to Roman Reigns would kind of hurt their momentum. But at the same time, the way they've been building up Roman Reigns, I just I can't see them killing that momentum. It's a tough match. It's almost like, why are they doing this? You know, it just seems like, ugh. I just, you know, if you're going to have something like this down the line, that's fine. But just right now seems like bad timing for this. But I'm ultimately, I'm going to go with Roman Reigns on this, though. Feel like he's got more of the momentum, even though Drew just won the title back. I just feel like it needs to be, um, yeah, it needs to continue this Roman Reigns thing, uh, to get it get it going. Um, uh, but yeah, there we go. That's the matches that we got so scheduled so far, but there's more to it because will, will the Miz cash in, um, presumably on Drew McIntyre? Um, I mean, I think. There's potential just because of what I said before with Roman Reigns. If Roman Reigns wins, that could put Drew in a bad spot. We're 10 years exactly to the day in the same building for the Miz to cash in. I just think if it was Randy Orton, it would have given it a bit more juice than there is. Um, you know, my thinking thought, my thought process with that was if you have Randy Orton, you know, lose the title then to the Miz. You know, there's a whole Fiend Miz thing going on. There's Fiend Randy Orton stuff happening. You could then do a kind of a whole uh, four-way match with The Miz, The Fiend, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre at TLC. Do a TLC match. I think that would have been cool. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case now, though, with Randy Orton losing to Drew McIntyre. I don't see The Miz cashing in yet. Uh, what that means for The Fiend... 
and Randy Orton, maybe that still is a thing that happens. Um, maybe The Fiend and Drew McIntyre still happens. I just don't know where they're going now. I thought that was kind of going to happen, but now I don't know. But, but I am still going to go with Roman Reigns on this regardless. Um, I mean, sorry, I am going to say Roman Reigns wins, but regardless of that, Drew, I, Drew McIntyre will stay the champion, I think. I don't, I, no cash in by the Miz. And then finally, R-Truth is currently the 24-7 champion. Will he lose it um, at, the, at Survivor Series? And, and at the end of the night, will he be champion or no? I'm going to say he will be. So I'd say R-Truth will stay the 24th champion by the end of the night. He will have it. Whether he loses it and gets it back, um, that's, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that'll be it. And then finally, before it's all said and done, we have The Undertaker saying his farewell. Or is he? I don't know. We'll see. Um, supposedly some of the, the Bone Street crew, which I think was Yokozuna, obviously no, won't be there, but and Paul Bearer won't be there, but I think it was The Godfather, um, uh, The Godwins, Savio Vega. I think Crush was in it too, but I think he's obviously he's uh, he's obviously passed away. Uh, so the living members of the Bone Street crew, I think, supposedly are going to be in attendance. Then Kurt Angle, I guess, is going to be there. Uh, Kane, I think, is going to be there. Uh, maybe some other surprises. I don't know. Uh, maybe Brother Love. Maybe Million Dollar Man. That'd be cool. Maybe Honky Tonk Man and Greg Valentine, since they were on his team um, at Survivor Series. Maybe Virgil. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, just watched it the other night. Um, without his debut. It was a little interesting. I don't want to get into it. It's a little bit morbid, but it was like the first match was just like, oh, wow. All these guys. And then the second match was like, all right, not all, not all these guys. Okay. Actually, that whole team is still still with us. Because um, Brother Love was his manager, not Paul Bear at the time. Uh, but I don't want to get into it. It's, it's too depressing <laughs> to go back and watch some of that old wrestling. But, um, yeah, all right, that's going to do it. I mean, I, I, honestly, I don't know. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say he's done. It, I'd, is The Undertaker done? I, if I had to guess, if you, I would say yes, he's done. But, on the other hand, what does that mean? Because if he's done, then, I mean, I get it's the 30th anniversary of his debuting. But if he's done, does that mean he's done done? Or does it just mean he's not going to wrestle anymore, but he'll still show up for appearances? Or does it just mean he's done? Because if he's not wrestling anyways, then he's kind of already done. But if he's going to maybe still, if he's, but you know, but if he's going to just be done, done, done completely, we'll never see him again. That's a little more interesting. Uh, but at the same time, then the Fiend might show up and attack him and set up a match for WrestleMania. Or maybe Sting. I mean, I don't know. I mean, people are still clamoring for the Sting Undertaker. I, I, I don't think any of us want to see that at this point. Maybe 10 years ago he did, but not now. I mean, 20 years ago, definitely. 30 years ago. Well, he wasn't the Undertaker yet, but I think we did see it happen in WCW. But, um, not really. Um, but, you know, Sting's stri- Crow Sting versus Undertaker. Uh, you know, 20 years ago would have been really cool. Even 10 years ago would have been okay. I don't think today would be what we were looking for. Uh, but, you know, The Fiend, Undertaker, doing some sort of cinematic match at some point down the line. I could see that maybe happening. But supposedly Fiend and Edge are supposed to do something. I don't know. Who knows? It's all up in the air. But it'll be interesting to see what happens on Sunday, whether, whether or not it's just Undertaker, goodbye. 30 years ago to the day. Not the same building, though. I was in Hartford. This one's going to be at the Thunderdome. Speaking of the Thunderdome, I didn't even mention this. WWE's out of the Thunderdome. Or at least this Thunderdome. The Amway Center. 
Magic are coming back. They just drafted Anthony Cole. Cole Anthony, whatever his name is. <laughs> Craig Anthony's son. Uh, they're coming back. They got training camp. They got to start a season. Um, but where are they going to go? How about the Thunderdome? Yes, the Thunderdome. Once what was once called the Thunderdome, now Tropicana Field, where the Rays play, was once upon a time the Thunderdome when the Tampa Bay Lightning played there. That's where they're headed, apparently. That's the word on the street. That's what's going on. It's a little bigger of a building. They may be able to get some fans in there, supposedly. That may be what they're looking for, to get fans in the building. Um, whether or not they then do the NXT War Games from there, I don't know. Because I, I don't I have a hard time thinking they're going to be able to do War Games from the Performance Center or the Capital Wrestling Center. Um, so I'll be interested to see if War Games ends up in the Thunderdome. But for now, they're staying in Amway Center until Monday, and then they're out. They're going to Tropicana Field, I guess, for um, until April, supposedly, when obviously the baseball season will kick off. But that will lead them up until at least WrestleMania, which still is scheduled to be in California. But the rumor is they're going to have it in Tampa. So if they're already in Tampa, and they have WrestleMania in Tampa, it kind of just kind of works out but uh obviously you know being in the bigger stadium will give them a little more wriggle room to have more social distancing if they want to have fans certainly for like the royal rumble if that's what they're going to do that would be um kind of uh, uh a better spot you know but who knows with everything going on right now who knows if fans will be even an option uh come that time uh but well, i don't know but that's going to do it. I just want to thank you, everyone, again, for listening. Again, check out the blog, razorvader.blogspot.com. Check out, uh, subscribe on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Check out the um, Twitter, at One Man Renegade. Check out Instagram, at One Renegade. We have a Facebook page, One Man Renegade Podcast. Uh, but check out the YouTube channel. Like I said, big video coming tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to this. Or go back and watch it. It's already there if you're listening to this on some other day. Uh, I'm recording this on Thursday, but the video is coming out on Friday. Uh, big video. Big video. Just gotta say. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be big. It's huge. Well, it's just... It's big. Just go check it out. And subscribe, like, and share all that stuff. And subscribe, like, and share to this podcast. And give a review and five stars and all that stuff. Um... But we can't leave you just on that note. I mean, we do have Thanksgiving coming up next Thursday. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. But someone else wants to say happy Thanksgiving and maybe give his predictions, too. Yes, Drew is back. So I'm going to hand this over to myself, but also to Drew, to finish it out and talk about predictions for Survivor Series, Thanksgiving, whatever else Drew wants to talk about. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And stay tuned. All right, we're here with Drew. Drew, how's it going? To add everyone. Good. What's going on? Um. What have you been up to? Um. Hitting. Hitting. Yeah. And I think we've been playing more football recently, huh? Oh, football. Yeah, you're in the football right now. And it's right so now. cold out. Yeah, it's cold out today. Um, but uh, yeah, we've been playing football. We played football yesterday. Who's your favorite football team? Uh, Edelman. And what? The player? Oh, Edelman's your favorite, but he's not playing right now. It's hurt. No. The Patriots, your favorite team? Yeah. Okay. No. No. Oh. Who's, Who's your favorite player? No, the other, the other element. 
The other Edelman? Yeah. There isn't another Edelman. There's only one Edelman. What are you talking about? Is there, is there, is there still in the Patriots? Yeah, he's on the Patriots. He's just hurt. He's not playing right now. He's playing Sunday? No, I don't think so. I think he might be out for the year, but... And where's the other Edelman? What do you mean other Edelman? There's only one Edelman. Uh, what's Edelman? Edelman's hurt. And why? Why? Because he hurt something. I forget. His knee? Like, I don't know. I forget what he heard. All right, but we're also here to talk about Survivor Series, right? Yeah. Uh, coming up on Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. It's also my friend Jen's birthday. Happy birthday, Jen. Happy birthday. What? What's just coming here? No, she's not coming here. And what is? <laughs> but it's her birthday. And my uh, birthday But it's also not... Survivor Series. There's also football on Sunday. Whoa. It's all what ties fo- together. What fo- on There's lots of football Sundays. It's always football and on Sundays. And where's the Chiefs are playing? The Chiefs are playing the Raiders. Um, At the same time, the Survivor Series will be on. So that's a good connection there, buddy. All right. So the, got, I picked the Raiders. You picked the Raiders. You did. They won last time. They beat them last time. So maybe they'll do it again. Yes. All right. We got uh, Survivor Series coming up on Sunday. Yes. Uh, we got six matches scheduled as of right now. But uh, that could change. Uh, we're recording this a few days ahead of time. So who knows? Um... We also got a couple of, of uh, empty slots for the tag, the Survivor Series matches. Yeah. But let's just get into it. All right. So first off, we'll kick it off with the um, uh, Intercontinental Champion versus the United States Champion. We got Bobby Lashley, who's the United States Champion on Raw, taking on Sami Zayn, who's the Intercontinental Champion on SmackDown. Who do you think is going to win? Sami Zayn or Bobby Lashley? Bobby Lashley would probably have the Hurt Business in his corner. Um, what do you got? I pick. Hmm. We got, we got. Bobby Lashley, I, Sami Zayn. I go with Sami Zayn. Going with Sami Zayn. All right. Okay. What you pick? Sami Zayn. What you um, have? Um, I already did my picks. People know. I already did my picks. All right. Next up, we got the tag champions, the New Day. The Raw Tag Champions, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, taking on the Street Profits, the SmackDown champ, Tag in Champions, Angel, Dawkins, and Montez. On Monday, I picked the Street Profits. They, no, they were didn't they didn't wrestle on Monday. The New Day did. They fought the Hurt Business. And oh. They won. Um, but no, now, but see, they flip flopped the titles. Remember, because the New Day was SmackDown yeah. Champions and Street Profits were the Raw Champions, and they just like. No, let's just switch, switch them because they got drafted to the different shows. But now they're now they're fighting each other. So it's a new day versus Street Profits. Who you got? Street Profits. Street Profits. Okay, so you're going you're going SmackDown so far. Smackdown Street so Profits in SmackDown. Yeah, they're on SmackDown. And Sami Zayn is on SmackDown. He is. So you and where's Kofi in? Xavier Woods. They're on Raw. All right, and then we got the women's championship match we got oscar who's the raw women's champion taking on sasha banks who's the smackdown women's champion now sasha banks we just saw last week on the mandalorian with baby yoda what do you think of that oh what is that cool to see sasha banks hanging out with baby yoda hmm what was he in where was bobby lashley there bobby lashley wasn't there (laughs) bobby lashley wasn't on the mandalorian um, Sasha I, Banks. I go with the Raw Women. You're going Oscar, Sasha Banks. Oscar. Oscar. All right. So I go with Raw. Okay. I got one on. Got Raw now. So all right. Okay. Oops. 
see how this, this plays out. Now, it's interesting because there's six matches. So it's like, I feel like there should be seven. So it could be like the best of seven. But whatever. So moving on, we're going to move on to the Survivor Series matches. We'll kick it off with a women's Survivor Series match. We got Team Raw, which is Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, and because of the injuries that happened on Monday, Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce are now joining the team, taking on Team SmackDown, who as of right now, as we're recording, no. we only no, know no, is stop, Bian- stop. all we know is stop. Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, and Liv Morgan. There's two other stop. participants we stop. don't know yet. Why is um, Fiend fighting? Fiend's not fighting anybody. It's, he's Fiend? not scheduled to fight anyone. Is Fiend on Raw? He's on Raw, but he's not on. He's not. Well, we haven't gotten to the, the men's team yet. <laughs> Uh, but the women's women. So we got Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce, Team Raw, or Team SmackDown. Who right now, as um, we're recording, we just know Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, and Liv Morgan. But there's two more to be announced. Could happen on SmackDown. Um, I go with Peyton Royce. You go know, Peyton Royce just by herself. Yeah. So you're going Team Raw. No. Well, she's on Team I'm Raw. I'm going too. You're going Team. What do you mean, Team Raw? Yeah. So Team Raw. And the survivor, who the survivor is going to be? Mm. Who are you who are you picking for the survivors? Um, Lacey Evans. So you think so? Uh, the Raw Women's Team, and you think Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce are going to be the survivors? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. All right, and then we got the men's smack uh, men's Survivor Series team. Uh, right now, uh, the men the Raw team is AJ Styles, who's the quote unquote team captain. Uh, t- Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle. Don't call him Matt; he's just Riddle now. Uh, and they're taking on Team SmackDown, who, as of right now, are Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, and the self-proclaimed captain Seth Rollins. Uh, and uh, and a mystery opponent as of stop, right now stop. could be announced on stop. SmackDown. I we don't be, know. Be, um... Who do you got? Team Raw, Team SmackDown. What Team SmackDown? It's right now. It's Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, and Seth Rollins. But there's a fifth guy that hasn't been announced Seth yet. Seth Rollins could be a mystery guy. I go could find with... out on Smack, uh, Survivor, uh, SmackDown. Um, could find out on Survivor Series. Um, I don't know. Braun Strowman and uh, so what is Matt? Is it Matt? It's Matt Riddle, yeah. Matt Riddle. So you're saying Team Raw is gonna win? Yeah. And it's going to be Strowman and Riddle as the survivors. Yes. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Um, so Strowman and Riddle. Okay. Then we have the men, the men's championships match. Uh, we got the universal champion from SmackDown, Roman Reigns, taking on the brand new... WWE champion from Raw, yeah. Drew McIntyre. Randy Orton is out. He's not fighting. He's done. Who's, He's who, out. Who's not fighting? Randy Orton is out. He was going to be in this match fighting Roman Reigns, but Drew McIntyre won the title, which I feel like they've done this multiple times with Survivor Series. I remember a few years ago it was supposed so to be Jinder Mahal taking on I, Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles won. It was supposed to be AJ Styles I, taking on Brock Lesnar, but then Daniel Bryan won it. Uh, last year they didn't have this. They had Brock versus Ray, but that was a regular match. But we got Drew um, McIntyre taking on Roman Reigns. We got Drew McIntyre. No, I haven't heard my show. What? Mama, don't worry about it. You got Drew McIntyre or Roman Reigns. 
I'm Drew McIntyre. Got Drew McIntyre. So overall, you're gonna have Raw winning this, despite you despite picking the first two for SmackDown. You picked the rest for Raw. All right, but we're not done yet because what? Well, we got a Money in the Bank contract out there. The Miz, who as of Sunday will be the tenth anniversary of when he cashed in last time. Now he cashed in on Randy Orton. So I thought that would have been kind of interesting if Randy Orton was a champion. But he's not the champion anymore. But he cashed in that building on that day 10 years ago. But now Randy Orton is not the champion. Born. I was not born? No, you're only five. You weren't born 10 years ago. Are you always born? I was alive, yes. Mommy. But do you think The Miz will cash in on Sunday? No. No. So no cash in for The Miz. All right. And finally, just because we always do it, R-Truth is currently the... 24-7 champion. He, There was a bunch of no, championship no, changes no, stop, last, stop, uh, a couple weeks ago. Not last, not last this week. But, Drew, do you think R-Truth will be the champion at the end of the night, or do you think it will be someone else? R-Truth or somebody else? Being the 24-7 somebody else? Somebody else, or it's R-Truth will lose. Why? Because if it's somebody, somebody else, he has to lose. Okay. Alright, doesn't matter who it is, it could be anybody, but as long as you think our truth will not be the champion at the end of the night. So here we go. But finally, yeah. and th there's no real predictions to make because, you know, there's not, it's not a match or anything, but um, The Undertaker is yeah. saying his final farewell. Now, we watched, last night, we watched The Undertaker's debut at Survivor Series exactly 20 years, uh, 30 years ago, 30 years ago. Um, and this, and, and this Sunday, the, who, who won the match yesterday? Oh, well, the, 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 uh, million dollar man ended up winning the match. Undertaker got counted out, which still questionable. No, still question that count out because he wasn't actually in the match. You can get counted out when you're not in the match. He, but that's, that's 30 he, years is ago. He, is he lost or no? He got counted out cause he, cause Dusty Rhodes went to go attack brother love. So he went to go save him, but he wasn't actually in the match. Unless you get tagged in off camera or something. I don't know. Kind of weird. But anyways, regardless, The Undertaker saying goodbye. Do you think this is actually going to be it? Do you think he's actually gone forever? Or do you think this is just a set up a match? I set up my... Set up a match? Yeah. Do you think maybe he's going to set up a match with The Fiend? Or maybe somebody else? The Fiend! The Fiend? Do you think The Fiend's going to show up? And attack The Undertaker when he's doing his farewell? And he's going to be big? Fiend's gonna attack the Undertaker, set up a match between them sometime down the line. Okay, he's could gonna, happen. He's gonna fight. Could be somebody else. He's gonna fight Who knows? on Raw in account. Fight on Raw. He's the Fiend's gonna fight on Raw. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't know about that. He, the Bray Wyatt fought on Raw this week against the Miz, but um. Who won? Bray Wyatt won. Yes. He beat the Miz. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. There we go. Yeah, Undertaker saying farewell. He says maybe not. Maybe the maybe the fiend's gonna inter inter interject in the farewell. Um, so so far, it's Kurt Angle is supposed to be there. Uh, a bunch of the Bone Street crew or whatever, Savio Vega and the Godwins, and of course Kane's supposed to be there because he's his brother. Of course he would be. Uh, maybe some other surprises and guests. We don't know, but according to Drew. The Fiend's going to show up and interrupt and cause chaos. Maybe set up a match for some time down the line. There's rumors that Edge Fiend WrestleMania might happen, but could be Undertaker Fiend. I don't know. 
or he could just be done for good. I don't know. We'll find out this Sunday. Survivor Series. Are you excited? Are you going to watch it? Yeah. You're going to watch it? All right, cool. Um, anything else you want to talk about? How about Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson's fighting. He's getting back in the ring. He's going to box. Mike Tyson is boxing Roy Jones Jr. a week from Saturday, the 28th. He's going to What do you think? Box. Who's going to win? Mike Tyson or Roy Jones Jr.? What? Who? Mike Tyson or Roy Jones Jr.? Who thinks he'll win? And what is he said to win? Wait. I don't know. It's an exhibition fight, so it doesn't really count just... for anything, supposedly, but I don't know. It's going to be a boxing match. What do you think? Roy Jones, Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson. All right. Hopefully he doesn't bite any people's ears off this time. Why? He doesn't eat anyone's children. Uh, well, Mike Tyson has a long history of violent acts in boxing matches. But enough about that. But, of course, before we say goodbye, there's one last thing we should talk about. Because Mike Tyson is fighting a week from Sunday. But two days before that, we got Thanksgiving coming up. So why don't you wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving? And what is Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving's next Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving. Gonna watch some football and eat some turkey? I'm not gonna eat some You're not gonna eat turkey? What are you gonna eat? I'm gonna eat chicken nuggets. Eating chicken nuggets instead of turkey? Yeah. Okay, I, I can't I can't say I didn't do that when I was your age. <laughs> but whatever, it should be good. It's still a bird. Eating a bird anyways. Alright. You're gonna eat a bird. You're eating a you're just eating a different bird. You're eating the chicken instead of the turkey. Whatever, it's still a bird. You're a bird. I'm Drew Bird saying goodbye. Alright, everyone, thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy Survivor Series. Mike Tyson fight. It's just chaos. Football. Oh, we play video games. We'll play some video games, maybe. All right. But thank you, everyone, for listening. Goodbye.